What's up and welcome to the Nerd Girl Podcast. My name is Peyton and I talk about and review books, movies, and TV shows while also talking about school and providing tips or advice about anything. With that being said, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the Nerd Girl Podcast. My name is Peyton, and in this episode, I'll be discussing The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armas. And boy, do I have a lot to say about this book. Quick disclaimer, there are some spoilers, so if you haven't read the book but you want to, then I suggest you stop listening to this episode. Another thing I wanted to note before we actually get into the episode is that everything I say are my own thoughts and opinions. You may not agree or like everything I say, and that's fine, but please be kind, be civil, and remember that everyone is entitled to their own opinion. With that being said, grab some snacks, clean, relax, do whatever you do while listening to a podcast, and listen to my opinions on The Spanish Love Deception, a book talk disappointment. Before we begin, I'm going to read the back excerpt just so people who haven't read this book can know what I'm talking about and kind of understand what I'll go through in this episode. Catalina Martin desperately needs a date to her sister's wedding, especially since her little white lie about her American boyfriend has spiraled out of control. Now everyone she knows, including her ex and his fiance, will be there and eager to meet him. She only has four weeks to find someone willing to cross the Atlantic and aid in her deception. New York to Spain is no short flight, and her raucous family won't be easy to fool. Enter Aaron Blackford, her tall, handsome, condescending colleague who surprisingly offers to step in. She'd rather refuse. Never has there been a more aggravating, blood-boiling, and insufferable man. But Catalina is desperate, and as the wedding draws near, Aaron looks like her best option and she begins to realize he might not be as terrible in the real world as he is at the office. So the first part of the excerpt about this girl who needs to find a date to her sister's wedding because she lied to her family about having a boyfriend is interesting. And she only has four weeks to find someone who's willing to pretend to be her boyfriend and travel to Spain with her. Sounded entertaining. The only thing I was hesitant about is the part about Aaron Blackford her, quote, tall, handsome, condescending colleague. Catalina hates Aaron, apparently, because there's never been a more, quote, aggravating, blood-boiling, and insufferable man. But as the wedding draws near, Aaron looks like her best option. Because this was a workplace enemies to lovers, I was intrigued. But as you'll listen on later on, it wasn't all I'd hoped. And it wasn't even really a workplace enemies to lovers. I feel like Aaron's character through Catalina was misjudged, especially in the excerpt. And overall, I just, I don't know, the excerpt was intriguing. That's why I picked up the Spanish love deception. But I also, I just, I don't like the sentence. And she begins to realize he might not be as terrible in the real world as he is at the office. She misjudges his character in the beginning and then gets him to be her fake date for her sister's wedding she gets him to fly to spain he learns spanish for her like 
to talk to her family. He like buys her these things. He gets her five tacos. Like he had, he's doing all this stuff for her, you know? And yes, there are some times where he's the instigator or he's a little insufferable or, you know, kind of mean. But I also feel like Catalina started it, you know? And so I don't like that sentence at the end of the excerpt because it's like those stories where the girl finally realizes like her best friend's been there this entire time and she realizes she's in love with him, you know? Like it's like tall girl, you know, where she likes this guy who ends up being not the greatest guy. And then she realizes her best friend's been there this entire movie and he's in love with her. And then at the end, she gets together together with the best friend. I don't know. It just feels like Catalina spent so much time hating on Aaron and chalking him up to be some horrible monster who, like, hates her and did all these horrible things to her. But in the end, like, he's this really cool guy who did stuff for her, like, went out of his way to see her in the office, you know, or knows what her favorite bakery is or goes to Spain with her. And you'll hear more why I don't like Catalina also, but this part in the excerpt, I just, I really didn't like how the excerpt explained the book, but I also didn't like the book in general. So if you asked me to write the excerpt, obviously it would be probably not the greatest. I just think the excerpt could have been written better, that's all. To be honest, I kind of, and a big emphasis on kind of, enjoyed parts of the first half of the book. There were certain parts in the book where I found myself liking it or kind of smiling, like when Erin helps Catalina with the work project or buys her five tacos. However, I couldn't stand the second half of the book, or Catalina for that matter, so much so that I DNF'd this book. It felt like by the end, the author was just adding on drama and implementing every single trope possible to keep the story going. And for those of you who are like, oh, she DNF'd the book, she has no right to talk about it, I skimmed through the rest of the book. I probably read uh, about 300 pages, and then I just skimmed the rest to see what would happen. Catalina is the main character, so the book is from her point of view. In my opinion, though, I think if the book had been a dual point of view from both Aaron and Catalina, it would have made it a bit better and more readable. The book gets repetitive very quickly and it was annoying to read Catalina's internal dialogue the entire time. We didn't need every single one of Catalina's boring, annoying, repetitive thoughts. Or at least I didn't for that matter. Catalina is a supposed adult who works at this big important engineering company, yet she acts like a very immature, unaware, and emotional teenager. First of all, the way she treats Aaron at the beginning is childish and rude. She literally gets her friend slash coworker to be the messenger between herself and Aaron because she refuses to turn around and talk to him. Who's He's right behind her the entire time and she just refuses to turn around and talk to him. She acted like a selfish, pouty, immature child at her workplace and with her coworkers and it pissed me off to no end. Secondly, how can she be so oblivious? Aaron is clearly interested in her from the start. Quote, you are right. Being your friend has always been the last thing on my mind. Plus, he notices things about her and seems to be where she is at work all the time. He literally volunteers to be her fake date for her sister's wedding. I don't think a guy would volunteer to be a girl's fake date, fly all the way to Spain, 
for her family's wedding if he wasn't a little bit interested in her. But Catalina says he couldn't possibly like her or she acts like it's just because he's, quote, very good at acting. Honestly, was she that blind or was she trying to play hard to get? I'm not trying to be mean or stereotypical, but Catalina was the definition of the pick-me girl. Honestly, she only cared about herself. She wanted all the attention for herself. She was playing hard to get or dumb for some reason. She was pretending to be oblivious for all the signs. Or who knows, maybe she was that dumb and oblivious and she wasn't acting. But then she pushed her friend to the side. She hated Aaron for no reason and came up with all these excuses. I know I'm ranting right now, but Catalina pissed me off to no end. She was a horrible character, a horrible role model, which I'll get into later, and she was just a downright horrible person. I know she's a fictitious character, but for someone who's a teenage girl who's reading this book, especially someone who loves romance, and especially enemies to lovers, I really wish Catalina was a better, more substantial person. There were so many parts of this book that were very cringy and didn't even need to be in the book at all. At first, Aaron and Catalina's relationship was kind of okay. I didn't see the whole enemies to lovers because there wasn't really anything bad between them. There was no tension, no buildup, no hate, nothing that makes up an enemies to lovers book. They, they weren't enemies at all. The whole story was Catalina just being immature, petty, and unprofessional towards Aaron and then slowly realizing he's not who she thought he was, and then finding herself falling for him. Aaron could have done way better than Catalina, in my opinion. She didn't deserve him or his attention, time, or love. Aaron seems to know everything about Catalina because he listens in on her conversations, which I found kind of cute at first and funny, but then it gets way over the top and borderline creepy. He knows the general idea of where she lives, her favorite bakery, her favorite taco place, her schedule. For someone who supposedly can't tolerate talking to her or being around her, he sure knows a lot about Catalina and her life. Their banter gets really repetitive and boring, which made it difficult for me to want to pick up the book. No hate towards the author, but the writing was horrible. It was super cliche and cringy, like a teenager writing Wattpad fanfic. I was constantly confused by the many, many, many hyphens and who was talking. We get that Aaron has blue eyes, that he's tall, that he's muscular, and has dark hair, but why not use his name when he's speaking? I don't know how often I had to reread a sentence or whole page to know who was speaking. Also, there was a lot of gender typing and stereotypes within this book. Aaron was always referred to as like tall, muscular man who filled up space. I'm not saying I don't enjoy like love interests, especially when it comes to like quote enemies to lovers books but I feel like sometimes authors can be so similar especially with gender stereotypes. It pisses me off when authors constantly refer to the male character as like he takes up space and he's tall and he's huge and his big body of muscle and then they refer to the the woman as tiny in stature and weak and small and frail or whatever adjective and I know not every author does this but when it happens I just feel like it's the same every time there are different ways to describe people and everyone has different body types 
different characteristics, it's not always the same thing. And I wish authors would branch out instead of just having the dark-haired, broody male love interest and the small, tiny female love interest. And I get that happens, and I do enjoy books sometimes that are like that. I just wish there were more diverse characters, especially when it comes to the love interest. Also, I disliked how heavily Catalina seemed to rely on Aaron after they started fake dating. Like, she talks about how she would always look to him for reassurance, or if she was panicking, she'd just turn and see his face and everything would be right in the world. And it's like, yeah, I get you guys are fake dating and you're falling in love with him, but you also need to be independent and know that you're okay on your own. She shouldn't have heavily relied on Aaron to make herself feel better because then there's no, there's nothing else to their relationship except her looking to him for help and he's going to be there to support her and make sure she's okay. I wish there was more of Catalina being independent, you know, especially when it came to her ex and her family. Also, the pet names. At first I thought it was kind of sweet. But my god, how many times did I have to read the word baby, osito, bolito? A blind person could tell Aaron and Catalina were fake dating based on the number of times they used pet names alone. Also, controversial opinion here, so don't come after me, but I don't see or get the hype over Aaron Blackford. He isn't anything remarkable. Yeah, sure, he signs up to be Catalina's fake date and fly to Spain, but that's it. He's just awkward, cringy, and a stereotypical male love interest. The spicy scenes? Their first kiss doesn't occur until around 200 or 300 pages in, and then it leads to this cringy dialogue that leads to a sex scene with a more than likely expired condom. There is no substance to their relationship because it went from disliking each other at work to smutty kissing and sex scenes with no buildup in between. They had no chemistry. It took so long to get to their first kiss, which comes with no emotion or suspense, and then Aaron just starts saying really creepy, cringy things that are supposed to be sexy and swoony. I wasn't rooting for them at all because they weren't an ideal, cute, or interesting couple. There was no tension, no flirting, no yearning, nothing to make me like them or cheer for them. Especially for a character like Catalina. Okay, don't get me started on the plot and certain scenes. I get that Catalina was anxious and wanted to look good for the wedding, especially since her ex was going to be there, but not eating for an entire day. I hate Catalina. I know she's a fictional character, but I literally hate her. Not only was she immature, annoying, and a angsty, quote, adult, but she lacked self-confidence and she was constantly seeking approval and attention from others. She is not a good role model, especially for teenage girls. Yeah, sure, she works at a STEM company, but girls need to understand that they're beautiful and okay as they are. They don't need to change how they look for an ex. Catalina was hurt and humiliated by her previous relationship, and what went down during the breakup, but she acted like it was the end of the world. It was one relationship. Take time to heal and then move on. Okay, I know that sounded a little harsh, so let me try that again. Catalina acted as though it was the end of the world for her when her ex broke up for her. And I get that if you're in love with somebody, it's gotta hurt if you lose them or they break up with you. But I also feel like if you're that hurt, you're missing something in your life. I feel like Catalina wasn't sure of herself and she didn't know who she was. So when 
she got broken up with, she was just kind of lost. Like, she was missing something, you know? I feel like she wasn't independent and strong enough, and that's why she was so heartbroken when she got broken up. Coming from someone who's been single all their life, I don't know how that feels, but I feel like if I was broken up with somebody, I would take time to feel sad, to be hurt a little bit, and then move on because I have other things in my life. Catalina just, her entire life, didn't trust men at all. She still had that void in her. She just had a hole that wouldn't be filled because of this one relationship. Then there's Gerard. I understand that sexual harassment occurs in the workplace and discrimination, especially towards women in STEM, occurs, but build up on that. Build up on that story then. The whole Gerard thing fell flat, so I just hated him and there was no meaning to his character and there was no message. It was just there. Same with Aaron in football. Don't just add things to add things. Like Gerard, Aaron's backstory fell flat and didn't really contribute to the story's overall message or his character. Like, the thing with his parents? Go on with that. Continue. Add things. Instead of adding things to add things, build up on that so it helps build his character or helps build up his relationship with Catalina or his parents. It just fell flat. There are too many things for just one book. There are so much and so many characters to remember. It made the book chaotic and hard to follow, to read, and to even enjoy it. Overall, this book was a huge waste of my time. There were certain quotes and scenes that were slightly readable and enjoyable, so that's why I give it uh, around a 1.5 out of 5 stars, but it definitely isn't something I'd recommend or read again. Honestly, I read it because I heard mixed reviews on Book Talk, and I just wanted to have my own opinion. This book could have been way shorter than it was. This book should have had more character development, especially... I think between Catalina and Aaron and then the side characters and even the parents. There are just so many people and you didn't really understand who they were, where they came from, you weren't rooting for them, and you didn't see them develop or grow. This book should have also had a better plot, better writing, and an actual enemies to lovers trope. It was excruciatingly hard for me to read and I eventually just gave up because I couldn't stand this drama fest any longer. I honestly can't believe I read this book. With that being said, that'll be the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening to my very long rant and my thoughts on the Spanish love deception, especially about Catalina. If you like this episode, make sure to follow the podcast, follow the Instagram, which is linked in the show notes, and write a review and give a rating. Please don't be too harsh. This is my first episode, so I'm learning how to talk, um you know, by myself, learning how to make a podcast and all that. So be nice to me. Again, thank you for listening and I'll talk to y'all next week.